Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about an article from one of my good friends over at Pack Pride, Corey Smith. And uh, the, he was the the article is titled, or the uh, at least the Twitter caption I was over it was ACC coaches give mixed reviews on hype for NC State Leary. Now, here's the thing. I think that uh, there is, I think that while the article prominently or while it names Devin Leary in particular in the headlines, I don't think that he got the most interesting uh, shade or sound bites of the group. Right? You know what I mean? I, I think that there were other folks who were a little bit more, but I get it. I understand how search engine optimization and all that goes. And so you mentioned the big name folks who will get the big name views, but we're going to get into it. We're going to break that down. And y'all know me. I'm an honest guy and I love being right, but I've also got to talk about the times I've been wrong. We'll talk about my best and worst takes from last year. We'll talk about my best and worst uh, coming up on today's episode of Locked on Wolfpack. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So um, the article from Corey Smith starts off with, you know, uh, it, it starts off with you know, explaining where these uh, where these clips were taken from. And um, it was basically a recent preview of, of the Wolfpack's 2022 season by Matt Fortuna of The Athletic. And um, it included multiple ACC coaches for a scouting report, quote unquote, for both sides of the ball. Now, um, there was there was, you know, some some talk about uh, Devin Leary to start this thing off. And so we'll get into that. The first ACC coach says Leary's a stud. And that coach also went as far to say that they believe Leary's the best quarterback in the ACC. Now, um, there was also a coach who said, well, he's pretty good. I'm shocked that people have him as good as they do. I thought he was good, not great. He can't run, has great arm strength, and is accurate. Not as accurate as Hartman, but he has a bigger arm. Well, Let's get into that for a second. And the, and the article actually gets into it because they talk about the fact that Devin Leary had a 65% completion percentage against Sam Hartman's career best 58.9. But that was also uh, Leary's career best over a, a wide span of games. But this is this is a thing that I think is super interesting here. This is the thing I think is super interesting. A lot of people say, well, you can't just look at the numbers. You can't just look at the numbers. You can't just look at the numbers. First of all, statistics exist for a reason. They are meant to give us a clue of what people are doing over a wide span of um, over a wide sample survey. And not only do, does it do not only do statistics. Yeah, it would be do statistics. Not only do statistics work in that way. I'm sorry. Words were beating me up there. Not only do statistics work in that way. Um, I think there is is something I think that the statistics should confirm the eye test more than the eye test having to match uh, whatever your statistical belief or whatever the belief that the statistics are saying is. 
And let me tell you why. The At the end of the day, the numbers are what they are, right? However, we know that run and shoot offenses produce very different uh, statistical uh, statistical breakthroughs and achievements than a triple option offense would in terms of passing. That is just the reality, right? If a triple option quarterback throws to 3,500 yards, that is unheard of. That quarterback not only is probably going to win a Heisman, that quarterback is probably going to be a very high pick in the draft unless they're at a service academy. And even then, if you can throw for 3,500 yards in a triple option offense, um, yeah, you're probably still going to get drafted pretty high. Whenever you're done uh, with your you know, service and all that, you're probably going to get drafted pretty high. Now, with that being said, we also know that there are certain things to take into account, uh, like, you know, yards in the air and all that type of good stuff. But I honestly don't believe and I don't see a way in which you could look this up and say, oh, yeah, this makes sense. And, and Devin Leary is definitely getting beat out uh, by by Sam Hartman in a lot of these ways and, and through via air yards and all that type of stuff because he simply isn't like the whole big arm thing. That's, that's a thing for a reason with him. That is a thing uh, for Devin Leary for a reason. He's shown it. He's displayed it. He's had to make big time throw after big time throw after big time throw, big time throw against Clemson in the corner of the uh, end zone. There, That's a big time throw for him to hit. That's a, that's a really big time throw to Devin Carter uh, that ended up being a game winner. It's a big time throw. There's no way around that. There is no way around that. And he hit it. So uh, to me, I think it's it's very simple as far as, you know, what what we're looking at and what, how we're talking about um, what quarterbacks are, are what and whatnot. Again, I said it last year, and, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, but I said last year before the season started, people were crazy to not believe that he was going to be, at worst, one of the best three quarterbacks in the ACC. At worst. Was I wrong? I don't think so. So um, with that being said, that was one of the more interesting things that was said. But but it gets a lot spicier. It gets a lot more interesting. Things get a lot more tense uh, going forward there. So there was also someone who said uh, they were talking about uh, the, the defense in Tony Gibson. And they said that uh, their defense will be very good. One ACC coach said their defense will be very good. Their scheme is average. Their talent is good. The defensive line is talented, very talented. The linebackers run well. The secondary is talented. They have a good distri- good distribution of talent on defense. I think it's super interesting that that's the case. And hear me out. Hear me out. I don't understand where this is coming from about Tony Gibson. I don't understand where like the hate on Tony Gibson scheme is coming from simply because I think that there are very few who their scheme is that great to where you're like, Oh no, 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 no. You've got to understand that the the players are who they are and you can plug and play anybody. As long as that guy's calling that offense, that guy's calling that defense, that guy, that's where the difference comes in. That's where you see something that you have never seen before. If he's calling, doesn't matter. I think there are very few guys, especially defensively, that can hold that type of title, that hold that type of cue uh, as far as college football goes. I think 
as far as my memory stretches, and, and oddly enough, uh, both of these two are ACC guys, Bud Foster, Brent Venables. Boom, that's it. Those are the only two that like instantly, when you think of they are the coach that if you put any player, you could give them um, you could give them a bunch of toddlers and a Roomba with a half-dead battery, and they'll find a way to get you some stops. Those are the only two. Everybody else, they work their system and however they work it, but I'm a very firm believer in the old phrase, it's not about your X's and your O's, it's about your Larry's and your Joe's. So, if you believe that Gibson isn't exceptional, that's fine. If you believe his scheme isn't exceptional, that's fine to me. Tell me who's his. You know what I mean? And that's why a lot of times I think that people make a big deal out of stuff that's like really nothing. Even if that was like a, a you know, slide or whatever the case may be, who cares? Because that slide is reality. It's like Dan Wilkins saying, oh, well, you know, going eight and four at NC State will get you a contract extension. Okay, tell me how many power five schools it won't. You go eight and four every year at Cal. You think you're going to get fired? They'll build you a statue. You go eight and four every year. Um, you go eight and four every year down at, at uh, let's say, um, TCU. You think that's not good enough for them? Hmm. Okay. You go eight and four up at Indiana. Again, they will build you a statue. But again, this ain't about Doran. This is about Tony Gibson. And this is about the fact that certain facts are facts, regardless of who says them or regardless of how we feel about them. And in certain things that seem like a slight, in reality, it's just an objective fact. It's just an objective fact. His scheme ain't great. Okay, well, you tell me this. What about all these other coaches who are running a base 4-3 or base 3-4? It's just, we haven't seen this before. So you need a, a really big guy to clog the A-gap. And then you need a slightly less big guy, probably a little taller, a little leaner uh, big guy to be the pass rusher while also clogging the B gap on the other side as a three technique. <gasps> what? And, and then you need two defensive ends, one wide side, one short side. The, the, the wide side guy needs to be good at getting upfield and setting an edge. And the short side guy's probably going to be um, probably going to be a little bit better of a pass rusher. What? You? What? I'm not, I can't believe this. I, and you, or you, you, you might need two really big D tackles and linebackers who can run and do and maybe cover a deep, um, not a deep third, but in a cover two, they drop really, really deep. Uh, Tampa two, rather, they drop really, really deep. You may need that. Oh. Well, this is this is an innovation nobody could have thought of. <gasps> I mean, even Pat Narduzzi, the, the reigning ACC champ. I love me some Narduzzi. Everybody who knows me knows Pat Narduzzi, you know, going back to his days at Michigan State, that's a guy that he's 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 annoying, he's a butthole, but he's a hard working, he's a tough, you know what I mean? He's a hard nosed guy. I love that. I love that about him, you know what I mean? No offense. Uh, I, when when we're playing them, obviously I'm not going to be chair for Pitt, but I like I like Narduzzi a lot. What about his scheme is so crazy? Oh, the linebackers are always coming downhill and they're playing cover four, which means their corners are on the island line. Ooh, like that's that's the reality, you know what I mean? So 
I mean, I, I don't think that anybody should take offense to this, even if it was meant to be shade. But, you know, like I said, this Wolfpack team needs to be pissed off for greatness. And that is what's going to bring home an ACC championship. So if this is what this team needs to be pissed off for greatness, then I'm all for it. And that'll help me and help anybody that's betting on the pack to take it all next year. Speaking of betting, if you're a better, go to betonline.net. It's your number one source for all your sports betting stats and info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's um, this year's NBA Finals, the NHL Conference Finals, which, I mean, you know, the, the hurricane should probably be in, but that's another story for another time. Uh, Major League Baseball, and, of course, all the latest fighting news from the MMA and UFC and boxing. Head to the website today to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. So I am never going to be too high and mighty to laugh at myself. I'm never going to be too high and mighty to say, you know, I got this one wrong. But, but I am always going to tell people what I got it right to. So I'm going to start off where I was right. That's just where I'm going to start, Okay. I told everybody what Devin Leary was going to be last year. I told everybody. I said, if you parse his numbers out and he was in a QB battle, I don't think that people re- truly realized and accepted how important a QB truly having the team or knowing you're the one, you'll run with the ones, all the ones are going to be with you as opposed to, you know, you're splitting and, you know, this guy runs with these receivers, you run with these receivers instead of everybody who wants to be a number one receiver running with you and saying, hey, I've got to get adjusted and get accustomed to you. Uh, so that was one that I, I want to, you know, hey, I'm just going to start there. Um, second, when Manny Bates went down, I was in a post-game, um, I was in a post-game space with Matt Cole and company and the guys from the Red and White podcast. And this is something that's verifiable. You can go back and, and ask them, and they'll tell you that I said – while many people thought that I was super or while many people say that I'm too nice to Keats and I'm too optimistic about basketball and all that good stuff. If you ask them, that is simply not true. When they ask me, what do you think is the best and worst case scenario for this season with Manny out? I said, absolute best case scenario. They finished eighth. Eighth in the conference. That's absolute best. Worst case scenario, last. Last or second to last, somewhere in there. Oh, I'm sorry. Not worst case scenario. I said that's what probably was going to happen. The worst case scenario was dead last by a mile. Um, But, yeah, I said that, you know, you can expect this team to not be anywhere near good because that's just the reality there. Um, And now let's talk about something that I got wrong. Okay. Let's talk about something that got absolutely wrong. I know that this is a take that I've repeated this year. But darn it, I'm going to say it anyway, and I don't care. I'm going I'm to hold the fact that I took an L last year. But much like Bill Murray on Groundhog's Day, he's going to come back around again. I'm going to say it again, and I'm, I'm going to stand by it. You know, in the, in the, in the words of that viral meme, this, this my man, I'm going to stick beside him. I said that Devin Carter was due for a breakout year last year. You know, I again, the twos are there. Like, nobody can tell me who's not there for him to have a, a breakout or for him to have had a breakout season. Nobody can say that. Like, nobody can tell me, oh, Ken, you're, you're a liar. Um, there's nothing there that would imply that he can do that. 
Really? Really? That's what you're going to tell me. Again, I that was one that I can admit, hey, I was wrong. I was wrong there. I'm sorry. You know, hey, guys, don't don't kill me. Don't kill me. You know what I mean? Like, I was wrong. Okay? I was very, very wrong there. Uh, but there are some other ones. There are some other ones that I was also wrong about. And honestly, honestly, he had more yards and more touchdowns than he ever had in his career. But I can still admit that I was wrong there because objectively, in today's game, 31 receptions, 556 yards, and six touchdowns, that's not a breakout season by any means uh, for a receiver. It's just not. It's just not. Um, the other thing that I was uh, very, very wrong about as far as takes for these uh, past couple of seasons. <sighs> All right. Well, this one is it's tough to get out, but I've got to say it anyway. I was very wrong in my belief that NC State would have a dominant run game last year. I was very, very wrong about that. The makings were there. I was just wrong. The the writing on the wall was there too. Ex, an experienced tandem of backs. And even a third back who had played a little bit at that time or who had shown some explosiveness at that time. And you mix it. One of the best things for a running game is a good passing game. That is one of the best things for a running game. And I know what you're thinking. That sounds counterintuitive. And if you pass the ball out, no, 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 no. I'm not saying a high, high volume passing game. I'm saying an efficient passing game because here's what happens. It's a balance. It's a balancing act. The most difficult offenses to play against, and I'm saying this as a guy who played in the ACC, who played for state, who played uh, at the highest level of high school football that the state of Michigan could possibly have to offer. I'm telling you, the hardest offenses to play against were not the, the you know, triple options, wing tees, all that. You know what's coming. Yes, there's variations. Yes, there's deviations. Yeah. But in general, you know what is coming. Those teams that can do everything well. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. It's just like, bro, what? You can't key in on any specific tendency. You can't say, oh, this, this team is going to do this well. This team, or this team is going to do this because they're not good at this. They, you literally are just like, all right, well, they don't like running or they like running these plays a lot. And so these are the plays we need to defend for. But again, you, you just don't know. Like, even if you play your keys, even if you play, you like play it straight. You got to play it perfect. That's that's tough because normally there's a cue. There's something that tells a defender, ah, this is what's going on. This is what I was the biggest, fastest or strongest guy by any any means, right? I was never on the top five wall um, in the uh, weight room for like any, any, you know, bench press, squad, all any of that. I kept getting hurt. I'm actually stronger now than I was when I played. Again, I've been a long time without getting injured, much longer than I ever went at state. But the thing was, I knew what offenses wanted to do. You can't do that with uh, balanced offenses. So bringing that back to state. There was the, it was there. It was there. You had an offensive tackle. That was the number one guy off the board. You had a guard, a number one offensive player taken in, in this year's draft. You had a guard who was very experienced, who was just a mammoth of a man in Chandler Zavala. 
that that left side was looking good. You had a, a center in Grant Gibson, who is widely considered all ACC and all American territory. You have uh, guys in Dylan McMahon and Bryson Spees and whatnot. Just like you've got ball players. This should work on paper. You combine that with a good passing game. You combine that. You say, okay, two good back. It should work. It didn't. Not to the level at which I thought. I thought that and I thought that Devin Leary was going to have a really good year because this offense was going to be so balanced. Like if you told me, hey, our, our rushing offense is not going to be top three in the ACC, but our passing game will be one of the most efficient. I wouldn't have believed you. I wouldn't have believed you because I like our receivers from last year. I like Omega Mezzi a lot. I know that if there's any other draft where it wasn't oversaturated by, uh, you know, literally hundreds more players than have ever been in, in uh hundreds more players than have ever been in drafts. And I mean like player for player, like the actual volume of total players, hundreds higher than he's ever been. I know he's getting drafted. But with that being said, again, this is just, it's it's really unfortunate to see how everything shook out there. And I like him. I like Devin Carter. Again, I was thinking he was going to prime for a breakout year. I like uh, um, Derek Thomas a lot. There were young guys who showed things that I didn't know they had in them. And I'm looking at you, Anthony Smith. I'm looking at you, Keon Lassane. I'm looking at y'all. But, you know, it it just didn't come together for whatever reason. It just it didn't come together. Um, oh, and, and before we end it, before we end it, before we end this, one more thing that I was right about. I said that if NC State goes down to Mississippi State and loses, it will not be because Mississippi State beat NC State. It will be because NC State beat themselves. Did I lie? Jump pass on the one-yard line. Did I lie? Open the kickoff going to the crib. Did I lie? Having less rushing yards against that team than Louisiana Tech did. Did I lie? All righty. So those are those are my best and worst, you know, takes. Um, hey, proud to admit when I'm wrong. Proud to admit when I'm wrong. Oh, I also thought the AC, the basketball team, men's basketball team was going to be uh, top five, top seven to five. I thought they were going to be in the top half. No, no, I didn't think they were going to be top five. I thought they were going to be in the top half of the ACC. I was wrong again there. I was wrong again there, right? And this is much like uh, Cole takes exposed. We don't do any to be fairs and all that good stuff. And, oh, a lot of players got injured. Hey, things happened as they happened. They were nowhere near the top half of the ACC. First 20 loss uh, season in program history. So got to own that. Got to eat that bit of crow. But that's the reality. And again, y'all know me. I'm always going to be honest with you. I'm like, hey, good, bad, ugly, what it is, what it ain't, what it could be, and what it came. So that's that's always what I'm going to tell you. And another thing I'm going to tell you is how great Bill Barr is. Bill Barr has caramel brownie. Do you love chocolate chewy brownie? Well, what about a caramel brownie with caramel swirled on top? So good. What if I told you that you can have all that chewy deliciousness plus 17 grams of protein? You're in luck because caramel brownie bars are available at Built.com right now. You got to act and act fast because they're a fan favorite. Forget about dessert. These are better than dessert. Plus, the macros are unreal. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 4 grams of sugar. I would replace a regular brownie with Bilt's Caramel Brownie Bar in a heartbeat. The best part is Caramel Brownie Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Like for real, with that, with Bilt, you don't have 
to sacrifice tasty for healthy. You can have both. So go to build.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. So we're about to land this thing, but long story short, I just want folks to be cognizant of two things, right? First of all, um, you know, the, the the big shave was at Coach Gibson, uh, and I, again, I don't really – I think that that's a very um, – I think that's a, a statement that's objectively true about, like, 99% of all – okay, let's not say 99, 95% of all coordinators in the country. Like, I don't, I don't see anybody innovating in offense that's just like, oh, what? I don't see too many people innovating the defense. I'm like, oh, my God, that is – that's you're different. You're him. You this coordinator graduated from him university in it with a doctorate degree in, in hemiosis. Like that's just not it's, it's not something that you see often. Um, so there's that. And also, I ain't too proud to admit when I'm wrong. And I've been wrong a lot. When you talk a lot, you'll be right a lot, but you'll also be wrong a lot. So that's just the reality. Also, thank you all for rocking with me, man. I know that I've uh I've been slowing down on on making episodes when you got uh, – I love doing this. This isn't like a job for me. This isn't like a hard thing. I'm like, oh, I got to do this every day. Um, but the reality is I don't always um, – there's a lot of other things going on, a lot of other wheels spinning, and, and you know, it's, um, it is – it's it's something I love doing, and I want to do it every day, and it's, it's tough for me when I, I have to go a week without talking to you guys, but – you know, it's it's sometimes uh, sometimes the way things work out. And and again, I appreciate y'all for rocking with me and sticking with me, right? Because um, there's plenty of other places you can be getting your Wolfpack sports news from. But again, uh, thank you all so very much. Y'all make this show what it is. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. Our Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 